Part nine of Blast, issue number one, edited by Wyndham Lewis. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Frederick Spencer Gore by Wyndham Lewis. Born in eighteen seventy nine, Gore died on March twenty seventh, nineteen fourteen, of pneumonia after an illness of three days. Had he lived, his dogged, almost romantic industry, his passion for the delicate objects set in the London atmosphere around him, his grey conception of the artist's life, his gentleness and fineness, would have matured into an abundant personal art, something like Corot and guessing. His habit of telling you of things he had his eye on and intended painting three years hence, and all his system of work was with reference to minute and persistent labour, implying a good spell of life, which almost retarded accomplishment. He projected himself into the years of work before him, and organised queerly what was to be done. He possessed, physically, a busy time three years away, as much as today. A boastfully confident attitude to time's expanse, and absence of recognition of the common need to hurry, characterised him. Death cut all this short, to the dismay of those who had known him from the start, and regarded, confidently like him, this great artist and dear friend as a permanent thing in their lives, and his work as in safe hands, and sure of due fulfilment. His leisureliness and confidence were infectious. His painting as it is, although incomplete, is full of illustrations of a maturer future. His latest work, with an accentuation of structural qualities, a new and suave simplicity, might, in the case of several examples I know, be placed beside that of any of the definitely gracious artists in Europe. The welter of pale and rather sombre colour filling London backyards, the rather distant, still and sultry well-being of a Camden Town summer, in trivial crescents with tall trees and toy trains, was one of his favourite themes. He was a painter of the London summer, of heavy, dull sunlight, of exquisite, respectable and stodgy houses, more than anybody else. The years he spent working on scenes from the London music halls brought to light a new world of witty illusion. I much prefer Gore's paintings of the theatre to Degas. Gore gets everything that Degas, with his hard and rather paltry science, apparently did not see. He had an admirable master for his drawing in Mr. Walter Sickert, to whose advice and friendship he no doubt owed more than to anybody else's. But he was quite independent of Mr. Sickert, or of any group of artists, and even diametrically opposed to many of his friends in his feeling towards the latest movement in painting, which from the first he gave his word for. Some of his work towards the end belonged rather to this present movement than to any other, the memorial exhibition of his work, shortly to be held, should, if possible, since the cabaret club has closed, contain the large paintings he did for that place. End of part nine.